Hello and welcome to I'm Dying to Talk About, hosted by myself, Zach Rosenfeld, and my good buddy, Rob Corrales. This is a show where we talk about games, movies, TV shows, pretty much anything that's been on our mind that we're just dying to talk about while enjoying a libation or two. This is a project we're doing in our spare time and pretty much just for fun, so our quality might not be the best out there and our release schedule might not be the most consistent. We just hope you enjoy spending some time with us as we have a drink and discuss whatever we've been dying to talk about every couple of weeks or so. Be aware that we may use explicit language or discuss adult topics, so listener discretion is advised. Now, these first couple of episodes might be a little dated, as it's taken us a while to get from our first humble recordings to an up-and-running published podcast. In fact, we are still working on that process. Thanks for bearing with us, and without any further ado, please enjoy the first episode of I'm Dying to Talk About. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What are you drinking today? I didn't quite hear you when you mentioned I it. have in front of me today a mezcal that is, well, this is going to be disappointing because I have no facts other than that about it. So, uh, <laughs> it's mezcal Kelly, from Mexico it's though, right? From Mexico, from Mexico. Yeah. Kelly just, when she got back from Cancun, she, uh, I saw the bottle like kind of wrapped and I was like, oh, okay, she got me tequila. So I expected mm. it and I was wrong. So look at that. She surprised me. It's, uh, quite smoky i thoroughly enjoy it well, but yeah i have no facts should so be it's, nice it's and smoky yeah other than knowing nothing about it other than i'm drinking it so fantastic i have this fantastic this what are you going with percent alcohol uh max lagunitas maximus ipa again all right which i'm not actually a huge fan of and it's not that old it's it hasn't been in my fridge for that long, but now that I'm looking at it, there's some weird cloudy shit in the bottom that's kind of disturbing me. Hmm, that's the I flavor. If it's an that's unf- all the goodness. <laughs> I don't know if it's an unfiltered or not. I don't think it's supposed to be. Well, I'll just stop drinking before I get to the very bottom of the yeah, bottom. Yeah, don't, don't drink that? the chunky bits at the bottom of your uh, IPA. Interesting. Okay, well, all right. I don't know about that one, but uh, it'll be fine. So what are we up to here today? What are we discussing? Well, we've been playing Aliens Fireteam Elite, which just came which out. Which is an awful uh, name, by the way, because there's no, like, the acronym, not good. A- AFT. A colon no. F-E. Yeah. I don't know. That is weird. I don't know. It's not a great name. I don't know if they ever even use the word Fireteam in, like, the movies. I don't know. How do you describe Aliens Fireteam Elite? It's a third-person co-op yeah. shooter? Yeah, yeah, it's a third-person co-op shooter. What's the Left 4 Dead? The it. Left 4 Dead genre. I feel like there's a there's like a proper name for those. Oh, there may um, be a name for it, but that yeah. is anyway. kind of how we've been describing it. It's like Left 4 Dead crossed with Gears of War, right? Because Left 4 Dead itself was very first-person and a little bit faster-paced, I think. But uh, right, right. This right. one has like the cover mechanics and the, yep. the little that bit of a Gears of War vibe. feel. Yeah, with like walking and sprinting and sliding into cover and. Yeah, that over was chest high walls. 
I have to say, I had a moment where I was like, oh, this is Xbox. I guess it was 360. It must have been Xbox 360, like Gears of War, like the first like cover mechanic. Because, I mean, that was like a new concept at one point, like going into cover. Yeah. Like you used to just like have your model stand behind a box and hope that right. you just had a figure face out how to make that full of like of concrete. Yeah. And yes. that was you being in cover. You know, it's, enjoy. it's one of those things where it's like maybe there was some lesser known game that technically did the like snapping into cover and right. Third person mechanic first but gears of war is certainly what popularized it i think yeah i decided i'm just gonna say shit and google nothing so um yeah it made it popular in my head but i'm right. sure if you went down the internet rabbit hole there was cover implemented in a video game prior to gears of war but i think for me and the impact on my like gaming history gears of war like solidified that feeling and like it felt good mm-hmm. like it felt good to be like being able to do like cover fire, like suppressing someone undercover, like bad guys undercover, or you're undercover and you're hiding, like it was a nice feeling. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, it had all those mechanics. Yeah. Like you could you snap into cover. You can like move yeah. around behind the cover. You can pop yeah. your head up and aim, or you can just sort of Ooh. half blindly shoot over the oh, cover without exposing yourself. You could nothing like, better than the blind fire. Yeah, the blind fire. You could go from cover to cover. Um, which I don't know if if Aliens does that much, um, because as we will get into, using cover is not yeah. generally all that necessary or helpful in the game. But um, like vaulting yeah, over cover that. and in and out yeah. of it, you know, that stuff is all there. As Absolutely. is the blindly firing over it, which I didn't find yeah. out until many hours into the game. Yeah, I think I saw you doing it when we were playing yesterday. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was definitely um, doing that. Um, but I mean, that's right. it's sort of the idea the of it that's the vibe and then like the idea of the game is that it is obviously it's based on aliens specifically not alien but aliens right um, Very it's all about distinction. the space marines and running and gunning and shooting down hordes and hordes of xenomorphs and eventually synthetic a uh, androids and weird mutant monsters that look like the stupid-looking thing from Alien Resurrection. Ooh, getting tough there. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a little ahead of us anyway. But yeah. uh, but then to kind of go back to the, like the Left 4 Dead comparison is that it has a like a story mode element to it, which is right. so it's like four different campaigns that are like three missions each and that's very much left for dead from what i can recall i didn't actually play that much left for dead yeah i mean it was kind of like chapter vibes and there's always like a light story um you know talking about the feel of the game and the story how i've uh, personally i'm usually more about the action in these Mm. games i think when we talk about like story content between the two of us i think you definitely have a bigger um, I don't know the proper way of phrasing this, but like you're definitely more interested in the story than I am. I'm much, I think I'm more yeah. uh, depending on the general. game. Depending on the game. Depending on the game. That's fair. But anyway, I look at this game like you're a space marine. Like Bill Bill Paxton's character in Aliens did not care. He just knew there were aliens. He wanted to kill them and get out of there alive. And I kind of feel like that's how I play this game as well. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it, just tell me what I need to do. Give me my my point. Like, just tell me where, where to go, what to kill, and um how to get out that's what i'm interested in and i think that's kind of what the game captures in terms of like its essence and some of the critiques i haven't read too much about it because i'm trying to like formulate my own opinion on the game before i you know read some articles but you know from reddit and general musings on the internet about you know uh the game is that the story is really thin 
And sure. I don't care, I think, upon further analysis. Well, the story in the movies isn't really the, like, focal point. I mean, the story is fairly bare bones. You know, the first one is just a slasher movie in space. Yeah. There isn't really much story to go by. The second one is, you know, it's it's more of an action movie. It's got horror elements, but it's right. still basically the story is there are aliens. They want to kill you. You need to survive and get out. Like, that's the story right. of the movie. That's the story of the game. I mean, yeah. the story isn't Feels what good. you're buying this game for. No. And is at a $40 price, price point, for the record. Which so, you really can't beat for, like, a modern... No. Would you even call it... Is this a AAA game? Like, I guess not. Especially not if they're selling it at a $40 price point, but... Right. I, don't I mean, know. I don't know what you call this, like, tier. I think it's the studio's first game. Yeah, um, yeah. We did look that up and found that yeah. out. But, yeah, I think our expectations have been just, like beaten into the ground where everyone's used to paying $60 for what historically was probably a beta Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like completion of the game and there's an immediate expectations of like DLCs and what's going to be available and huge post-release patches to just like fix some basic stuff so I almost feel like if you have something that works as an entertaining for $40 you're just getting compared to so much $60 garbage unfinished crap that you know has a million pre-orders like i just feel i feel like maybe i'm just comparison you know comparing it to mediocre things but i thoroughly enjoyed it especially at 40 dollars. well absolutely and it's not to say that this game is perfect or in a perfect state there are fixes that have been rolling out in the weeks since it has released there are more fixes that it kind of needs but especially at a 40 dollar price point that kind of thing is a lot more forgivable and Um, You know, I've seen the like the kind of the comparison before it helps to compare it to like how much would you spend? I know nobody like actually goes to movies and theaters anymore, but that was sort of the comparison back when that was more normal is like if you would spend, you know, 12 or 15 dollars on a movie ticket for 90 minutes of entertainment. Right. Would you and then you get you buy a 60 dollar game and you play it for like 12 hours and decide it's garbage have you, haven't you actually gotten your money's worth? Didn't you get right. enough entertainment out of it? We just have yeah. different expectations with games, obviously. But uh, I mean, yeah, everything is just so subjective when it comes to games and you're trying to make everyone happy and it's physically impossible. Obviously, you're not going to make everyone happy and everyone's got their own opinions on the subject. So it's sort of a, a lost cause right out of the gate. So I'm sure it's really easy to look at things after the fact. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? But there's so much that goes into you know, the development process of these games that I don't even pretend to understand that you sometimes have to give a little bit of leeway um, in terms of like fixes. I think that's where, you know, there's some leeway to be given. I think, you know, the pre-order model and all of that that I was sort of hinting at earlier, that's a sort of a totally, totally different issue. But anyway, yeah, um, I would say, you know, we we're talking about overall feel of the game. If you're looking for a run in like, run and gun shooter that actually has a lot more cooperative aspects uh-huh. than you would ever expect from a $40 aliens game then this is what you need like right i can't believe how much you have to work with other people i just assumed i'm a demolisher i've got a smart gun i look like vasquez from aliens let's do this uh-huh uh-huh well and like when we first when i first booted up the game you had already played a little bit mm-hmm 
and we went into our first mission, my first mission entirely, and we're like, let's go up from normal difficulty to intense. That sounds right. fun, right? Yep. And we lost, and I think partly because we had an AI teammate. Yep. And, I mean, that just, like, really goes to show, because there is, first off, there's a casual difficulty, which is the lowest difficulty, which we haven't actually played. I know I haven't. Right. I haven't either. And then there's like normal, and then there's intense. And then when you beat the game, I think on any difficulty, you unlock two difficulties higher than intense. So like intense already isn't the highest difficulty. But as people who like went into this game, I think thinking like, yeah, it's up to three player co-op, but I mean, we can just kind of play it ourselves and they'll give us an AI teammate. That's fine. I'm sure that's good enough. Like maybe on like normal difficulty, but on intense and I can't even imagine the higher two difficulties. Like you need three people, three real yeah. human beings because the yeah. AI teammate will just stand there and stare at you while aliens destroy your face. The AI teammate, I will say, bounces between like being a useful like taunt body just like takes your place for a minute to see extra damage that's what the bot is good for sometimes it kills some things but for the most part it's really just a meat shield yeah well and and let's i mean let's actually i think talk about a little bit about the actual game mechanics because we mm -hmm. know what it, what is going on in our heads but um you know for the most part you you run through these like environments and it's more or less just sort of a linear kind of like video game sort of progression thing. It's not like an open world sandboxy kind of thing. It's it's linear. And as you go through certain points, hordes of aliens will like will come after you. Um you're going down hallways, a few aliens will come in from behind you, some will drop down from from above you. And then you get to certain big arenas where there are like ammo pickups, health pickups, and items and you have to set something in motion that is going to bring a huge horde. You have to set up a defensive position and, and like fend them off. And then much like Left 4 Dead, there's the regular zombies in that game, the regular alien xenomorphs in this game, but then there are special ones, um, like ones yeah. that are harder to kill and do more damage and do like certain specific things. And, and it was like the queen ones, in Left 4 Dead, wasn't it? Yeah, like a well, there was a witch, there was a, a witch, like a tank, a big bulky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually stuff. thinking okay. about that at one yeah. point while we were playing the other day. I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to that, but... Uh, cool. um, those like those big ones will focus on one of the like players and will like go and you know pick them up or something or or pounce on them and knock them down or something and to bring this back to the reason i i launched into this is the best thing i think that the ai teammate can do for you is to take the aggro of one of those special aliens mm -hmm. like for a minute he will surprise you once in a while by actually shooting and killing an alien but the rest of the time you will look at him and he's just standing there staring at you while you are killing all of the aliens correct and then you eventually blow his head off by accident yeah that's the other thing to mention is that on regular difficulty um there's no friendly fire and when you aim down the sights, all of the aliens in your field of view are, like, highlighted. Uh, intense difficulty, the next one up, does away with the highlighting, and it brings in uh, friendly fire. So you can absolutely destroy your own teammates, especially if you if you bring, like, a flamethrower or a grenade launcher into the, uh, into the game in your loadout. Shotgun. A lot of fun. The shotgun is great, yeah. Um, a little risky. Uh, it can be risky, yeah. You just got to be yeah. careful. 
but yeah. um, can you talk about like the classes and loadouts and how that kind of stuff works? Yeah. Okay. So now this is the good stuff, right? Getting into the meat of the game, right? I have to say there's a lot of really, really good, unique stuff and maybe unique to me. I don't want to say this is totally new to any, you know, type of skill tree or any i'm sure it exists something out there similar you know i haven't played every game ever but i've played a fair amount of games i've played a fair amount of rpgs i've seen a lot of skill trees the skill tree and class system in aliens fire team is actually much better than i expected in terms of complexity and customization so here's the breakdown just for you know uh, people that haven't played yet and just give the overall idea of it essentially um The game has a series of classes that all but one is available at the start of the game. And it actually makes a lot of sense as to why the one class that isn't available isn't. Um, Based on the starting difficulty, uh, Recon, the unlockable class, it really, its abilities don't make sense. It's about ammo pickups. It's all these things that really don't don't apply uh, until you get to the higher difficulties. So basically, once you, you decide on your class, how the unlock system works is there's a grid that you the best way i can describe it is almost like the board game battleship where it's a grid that has little slots that you plug in your ships but instead of them being ships they are talents so you have all of these different talents and abilities and you got to fit them into this grid that you have i don't know exactly how many nodes are in the grid but essentially you just plug them into that and you can kind of create this any combination of skills that have available to your class uh, on a customized grid. And the game actually allows you to do cross-class customization with some of the gunner skills and some of the perks. So I noticed, um, I don't know if you saw this, but you can like grab like doctor skills for the other classes. So like the not getting interrupted when you like try to revive a teammate. So you have a lot of customization options, more so than I even expected among the tree, because it does allow a bit of that cross customization and you can grab rifle skills from different locations and things like that. So the the class layout has abilities and perks, and then we haven't even gotten into the gun side of the customization. Or even what the classes themselves are like. Yeah, there's 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 so much to it, and I don't think I'm going to go through every class in detail. But well, like what I'll say is my opinion, and maybe we want to jump with you know what you think about it as well. But I, I think the class customization, ease of switching between classes, and just the overall feel of how different each one is, I I thoroughly enjoyed and would recommend this to somebody. Well, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking about like so so the different classes, like just kind of in a, like a really quick basic kind of rundown. There's like gunner, demolisher technician and doctor i mean let's just go with kind of that basic basic thing there's a couple more but it's like you know gunner and demolisher kind of similar they're really like damage focused gunner is kind of like your base basic kind of thing demolisher is like the heavy from uh it's vasquez from the movie gunner is hicks or you know or bill paxton's character um man i just watched the movie and i can't remember hudson i think um and then and then the other ones are a little bit more supporty so like the technician puts down a turret and the doctor you know puts down like a little healy node thing but um basically the classes have different um gun slots that they can equip and then different little like active abilities and, and like maybe a passive ability or something or a perk or something like that 
And what I think we were saying we really like about it is that, um, you know, there's there's like maybe four or five different categories of weapon, right? There's a rifle, there's a handgun, there's a close quarters weapon, there's a, a heavy weapon, and maybe one or two more. But uh, so what differentiates what weapons the classes can use, it's like the gunner gets a rifle slot and a close quarters weapon slot. The demolisher gets a rifle slot and a heavy slot. The technician gets a handgun slot and a close quarters weapon slot. Great. So then you have all of these weapons in your inventory that like are these different categories. You know, I've got uh, like a magnum that's my handgun. I play technician a lot if you can't tell. I've got a yeah. magnum that's my handgun and I've got like a pump action shotgun that's my close quarters weapon. There are like SMGs and little flamethrowers that are also close quarters weapons. There are like single shot rifles, burst rifles, and full auto rifles. What we were really liking about it is that if I play a whole bunch of like technician and I level up my shotgun a bunch because not only do you level up your classes but each gun levels up and gets better and better the more you level it up if i level up my shotgun a whole lot on technician and then decide hey i want to play uh i want to try playing gunner for a little bit i'm not starting at ground zero i can just plug yeah. in that same shotgun with all of its mods and all of the levels that i've that i've uh earned on it and i'm suddenly i'm not just like a little weak item level zero like level one gunner i i have some i i can do some more damage and like you were saying so each one of these classes has like a little skill tree grid thing. Yeah. And once I've unlocked a bunch of the like perks from the technician, I can actually plug those into my gunner because maybe, you know, one of them is just like close quarters weapon mastery and it has, yep. it does, you know, buffs my close quarters weapons a little bit. I can plug that in on my gunner tree. And once again, I'm not just starting from ground zero on the gunner. Yeah. Sometimes there's like you get this fatigue of playing a game, right? Where like I, I maxed out a class and it's like, oh, OK, I'm going to play the game again, like right away as a new class. Mm, and mm -hmm. sometimes it's a little exhausting to kind of lose all that power. It just sort of feels, you know, mind numbing, repetitive, whatever it is. But I think the idea of like keeping some of that investment in the terms of some of your talents and some of your skills, but still having, you know, new levels to earn, new things to unlock. It does this good hybrid of unlocking and earning and you know new new playthrough of a new class but while still showing the character has some time invested and some you know it, it kind of not that i like smurfing by any means uh -huh. but it kind of lets you show that you're a little bit more invested in the game than just like the first time through i'm not a brand new level one character well and there's a a real kind of mechanical use to it in the game too because it does have i i kind of mentioned it but it has like a sort of an item level ranking like mm -hmm. that's sort of wow terminology but it has like a little ranking yeah. that you know your um the the ranks you have in the class that you're playing play into that the ranks you have in the guns that you have equipped play into that the modifiers that you have equipped in those guns the perks that you have in your little skill grid all of that goes into a like a numerical value of your um you know strength in in the game or whatever and yeah um, any level of the campaign or campaigns that you try to play or that you queue up for have a recommended, you know, item level, so to speak. And if you're playing on like regular difficulty, it doesn't really matter too much. But if you're playing on a harder and harder difficulty, suddenly your item level kind of matters a little bit. At least, at least it's a a guideline um, exactly. for you to look at. And so if yeah. I, I don't want to like. 
I, I like I maxed out my technician. That's great. It's my favorite class. I love playing it. But sometimes I want to try playing something else, and I don't necessarily want to go down to like the easy difficulty again when I, as a player, know the game mm-hmm. better. And I don't have yeah. to because just plugging in all those things I've unlocked from the other classes means I'm better equipped, and this numerical value shows that I can actually probably handle myself on yeah. intense difficulty in the first campaign, even though I'm a level one demolisher or whatever. Right. No, I, I think the classes the guns the customization i think that all feels really good you know i I don't want to say there's there's something you know a delicate balance between saying like i enjoy it i'm having a good time it's something there's nothing wrong with it you know there's plenty that you could nitpick and i don't think we want to go into that level of detail but like you can do so much with the guns there's so much customization you know i I think there's going to be a world in which there's youtube videos of like this is the best build to do on this gun but like i haven't felt the need that i'm underpowered without some sort of set build no, I haven't looked up a build yet. No, I game. mean, I've come up with things that I'm like, I want my rifle to do more headshot damage. And all of these talents say they do headshot damage. So, like, there's a build in the sense that, like, I think there's some rhyme or reason to what I've done. But, you know, I don't think the game needs this exact combination of gun skill to, like, beat on a solid difficulty. I really don't think that's that's in there. I think there's a lot of wiggle room for viable builds. I'm sure at the extreme top ends, there's some min-maxing going on. It's like, this is the meta. This is the only way you can beat the hardest missions on the hardest difficulty. I'm sure that exists. But for course. 99% of the people playing, I say find your fortune, just make a build. And yeah. I, if you are actually, you're playing with people who are responsive and are like actually working as a team, I, I think you can do the harder difficulties, even if you don't meet that kind of eye level requirement that you were saying. It's really, you know, as you said, it's a way to numerically capture someone's skill level because it's impossible to truly know, but at least sure. shows you they've got some time invested. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And well, speaking of how the classes feel, I mean, not just mm-hmm. from a kind of a technical and mechanical standpoint, but they all feel like not one of them feels worse than the others and they all capture the feeling of like being a space marine or a colonial yep. marine in, in aliens yep. parlance um you know i was talking about the like technician and the dock are like supports classes but you're still a marine and you're still equipped with like a rifle or a shotgun or a flamethrower or something mm-hmm. and you can run and gun with the best of them like you can yeah. ditch cover run up to an alien in the face and like start just start shooting at it and it's pretty great i mean it doesn't yeah. feel like i'm the support i need to stay in the back i can't really do any damage i've never felt None that, of that is with there. any of the classes no. even like the no. doctor yeah and they did a really great job with it like you're um you're a soldier you're a marine with a specialty you're mm-hmm. not like a doctor who happens to be on an alien spacecraft like you yes. know what i mean you really do feel like your guns do damage and you can also heal your team and i think that's why i've actually fallen in love with a certain class compared to bouncing between all of them because i always bounce like i play everything at a mediocre level and i rarely stick to something and this game is actually, you know, I think I've played, you know, two classes and Recon being one of the ones that the one that you unlock after you complete the campaign on standard. And I think I've played that since. Like, it feels good. I really enjoy it. I love what I bring to the team. I love the support aspects of it. And it just feels good. And I know that's a weird sort of unquantifiable, like subjective thing about it, but just the perks feel like I'm adding value to the team. I do damage. Like, it, it's what I want to do as part of this three person squad. 
Yeah. 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 And I felt that way about the technician. I mean, that's my mm-hmm. favorite class and my my abilities are all very supporty. Like, you know, the gunner I think can throw out a grenade. The demolisher mm-hmm. has like shoulder rockets. It's like yeah. they're all very focused on doing damage. Yeah. And um, you know, granted I as a technician put down a turret that that shoots at enemies, but my other abilities are I just like when I'm near my turret I have some perks, you know, other yeah. other classes, you know, other players have some perks when they're near my turret and I throw out these like sapper grenades that slow Dude, down enemies in their, ra- in their radius. Exactly. Cl- crowd control, like all of these like non direct damage related abilities, but because a because of the turret and B because I'm still a Marine and I'm shooting aliens in the face constantly, I max out the little damage metrics at the, uh, at the end of every mission. How about this for a review? talking about it for the last half hour or so i really want to go play aliens after yeah. this yeah we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna boot up the play game some aliens after, right like i think that there you go all of the all of the perks and this and that and skill trees and feel no man i just want to go i want to go play some aliens and like there's no new content and like even you and i who have not played a ton like i feel like i'm kind of capping out on the cosmetics and the unlocks mm-hmm. aren't really there and like i'm probably gonna play a max level character and play a mission we've beat yeah just and, constantly just over and, and over. i don't care and I don't care. Like, it's just fun. It feels good. It's entertaining. A mission can take 20 minutes. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of good with it. Um, I don't know if we need to go too far into the negatives, but I think there are worth some items worth pointing out on what needs to be improved for this game to have any type of longevity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I got my number one. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I think it should be everyone. I'm sure there's some some nuances with guns and this and that that people would want optimized and balancing, but but matchmaking. Matchmaking, number one, needs fixing, needs improving. If this game has any chance, and I think the numbers are already declining on Steam, but if they don't mm. fix the matchmaking, it's done. Yeah. Yeah, matchmaking is a big thing. I mean, so we'll, we'll sit there. Like, it's a three-player co-op max thing. Like, we're two people. All we want to do is get into a game. Like, we pick a campaign mission, and all we want to do is get one person to play with us. And basically, when you queue up, there's like 30 seconds. And if you don't get somebody within like 20, it just puts an AI teammate on you. And on higher difficulties, that's not doable. And like we were talking about, like, just give me... I don't always care what mission I play. Just give me a like random mission matchmaking queue and make it a little longer i'll wait and then just put me on whatever mission somebody else alone has queued for like that's fine that's all i want um i agree that's that's a big one i think for like the longevity of the game um we've encountered one or two like sort of slightly game breaking bugs i think the worst one was that when we were in a horde mode match at one point there like we could not progress it because there was an enemy that had like we don't even know glitched into a wall failed to spawn or something so Mm -hmm. it just wouldn't move on that's an issue um yeah i did some research there's definitely some bugs uh apparently there was um a lot of things with like knockdowns glitch people mm-hmm. out. Mm. I think we've seen it with aliens oh, yeah. bugging out, but I've seen a few in various uh, alien like subreddits um, on Reddit. Uh, they have like somebody got knocked down and their model didn't reset, but they were able to shoot once the like timer ended on the stun. But it looked like it was coming out of their like ass at that point because yeah. they were smashed flat to the ground still in the knockdown like animation but they were shooting so it was just like this some sort of floor tank auto firing so <laughs> yeah. i haven't had that happen to me yeah. but i've seen it happen to enemies where they get knocked down yeah. and then they just start sliding around on the yes. ground like they yeah. clearly 
have there's stood back up, but you haven't seen it. Yeah, there's there's bugs. There's audio glitches. I yes. I've had them like still hearing aliens, hearing like sounds looping, just weird sure, audio bugs. Sure, I have this issue sometimes where when I swap between my guns, I still have the reticle Ooh, from the previous yeah. gun. Like I said, we can go into all of the little nuance. Like I've seen similar, similar like reticle, like with the sniper rifles. Like if I put one that has a range finder on it, like it'll say 50 kilometers, you know, from mm. my target. Um, if I switch to something else, it'll keep my range finder. So I can have like, you can keep the range, but I mean, it doesn't do anything. I think it's just cosmetic and kind of looks cool, but I really don't care that something is, you know, 30 yards and not really adjusting my round in a, you know, video game. It definitely has bugs. There's been a few game-breaking bugs, um, but I think just the matchmaking and the dropping, just that whole that whole system yeah. needs to be fixed. Yeah. I, I think the quick play is an easy fix. Um, I don't know how hard these things are to fix. I don't know why it's not implemented in the game, but like the this game is it's like bread and butter is playing with other people. Like right. So unless you expect people to use some sort of third-party site to find groups which you know i think that exists on discords and other things but like i don't want to do that that's not what i'm here for i used to do that on destiny yeah find teams oh, yeah. but like i can't be doing it. at guild wars too remember i think i was doing that at one point mm-hmm. but like what do we do like I, I i need to have my online game like get me some, some teammates this isn't i don't need to be on voice like i can do this like i just need somebody so i can shoot some aliens for 20 minutes like i, I can't put a 20 minute investment in finding a team for a, you know for a 20 minute game it's just pointless yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say this isn't about like going on you know long raids or anything right. this is like i want short bursts of gameplay yeah and i just want to be able to matchmaking get into matchmaking and find a like a third teammate for me and my friend to play with and be done exactly no i mean i, I think that's really what it comes down to it and i think you know if they can fix some of the game breaking bugs um that I don't think, I mean, like I said, we've played a fair amount and it hasn't, it's not a consistent thing. It's not unplayable. Um, definitely frustrating. But mm-hmm. if they can fix a few of those bugs and get the matchmaking working, I could see it having, you know, the season pass model that they're going down. Like I could see coming back to this game when new guns are added. Oh, yeah. New, new modes, mission, like, uh, yeah. New campaign new missions, missions, like new add a new maps. campaign. Like if they sold me, you know, they want to release a new DLC season that's got another four mission campaign for 15 bucks. Like I'm there. Sure. You know, yeah. like I, I, I'm interested. They've got me new classes. Like if they want to have a DLC that's got a new class that has new content. Like I think there's a lot. There's a lot to this game. It's a lot more complex than it looks. I thought this would just be like uh, everyone can just basically be fighting for kills. Right. And standard and casual kind of are that. Like you're really just like who can get, you know, who can blow up the most aliens as quickly as possible. As you hit the higher levels, it really has a lot of detail. It has a lot of detail and it starts to feel more and more and more like the movie on the harder Mm -hmm. difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, on its own, just sort of at a base level, it really evokes the feel of the movie pretty well, just in terms of its tone. You know, there's like the marine banter and and all that stuff. But, you know, I I mentioned it earlier, the movie is definitely like a sci-fi action movie with horror elements certainly for the characters in the movie like they are always in danger they are always afraid during that movie right and when you get into the harder difficulties you start to feel that way a little bit there are more monsters there are they are harder to kill they do more damage to you and they don't you stop. don't always survive um 
and it's great. I mean, it starts to feel more and more like a little bit of a horror game. The rooms you enter, I mean, I think as you repeat it, you know, I'm sure I'll start to learn them a bit better, but I don't have these missions memorized. You know, I played them once through on standard. So coming through it on a harder difficulty where like, you know, one false move can be a quarter of your health. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's pretty exciting. I would love to have a third person so we could really see the higher difficulties. Cause I think that would be really fun and rewarding. And like, I think games fall into a trap where it's a loot reward system is the only reason you end up playing because then you're just grinding your way through life because I want, you know, 80 gems so I can trade them in for this so I can get that. Like, that's not really fun after a certain amount for me. Yeah. This is like, I don't even really care about the loot. Half the time I'm like, okay, sure. Like, I just want to get through the mission as a team and like that cooperative nature and like, I find that much more rewarding than, you know, I'm unlocking a new gun. The standard Marine pulse rifle, which, by the way, the sound is exactly right. There's nothing better. There's a few iconic sounds that the game nails, and it feels so good. Yes, the M41A pulse rifle in the game is exactly the way it sounds in the movie. And, I mean, I've said it a couple of times. I rewatched the movie recently because the game put me in the mood for it but yeah before that i had not seen the movie in i think i'd seen the movie once in the last 10 years i'd seen it a few mm-hmm. times as a kid but even having not been exposed to it in such a long time as soon as i shot that pulse rifle in the game i knew that sound it took me mm-hmm. right back to the movie it is amazing it feels so good and it does damage that was the other thing they hooked me is like the starting rifle i'm like oh wait this is good damage and this can actually be a high-end gun that i can use i can use some of the new like adjustment of the scopes and things that i've unlocked in the game and this is viable weapon i don't need to replace it and if i don't want to because i like it i can use it and i i, I just think that things like that the game does incredibly well yeah on my technician i have not stopped using the starting handgun and shotgun I haven't stopped yeah. using them. They're the best ones. And you can buy more expensive ones from the little in-game store. Not a real money store, just an in-game, you know, in-game currency quote-unquote credit store. Yeah. You unlock them from doing missions and stuff. They aren't necessarily better. They're just, they function a little differently. You know, yeah. If you don't want a pump-action shotgun, you want one that just reloads like a magazine, then that's fine. There's one there that, that'll work great for you. If you yeah. want a flamethrower instead of a shotgun an smg instead of a shotgun it's all there for you but they aren't specifically better they're just different and i think that's what i've really liked is that there's been no one weapon that you get and you're like oh this is broken and now i can't use all of these other guns because i got the broken one Mm -hmm. and i mean i can but i would just be sacrificing damage and then every time i die on intense or harder like oh maybe i should have just been using the good gun Right, and you don't have that thing where you get like a random teammate and you see his loadout and you're like, oh, he's using that gun and the other gun and this perk and not that perk. This is dumb. We're going to lose. Just quit. Yeah. Like, there's none of that. Like, it doesn't nope. matter. Just play. And if you have good situational awareness, it's more valuable than anything else. Like, a bad teammate can cost you more than you and I playing well together. So, yeah. I think it really, the game really does a great job with rewarding, like, cooperative play and careful play. I have to say, just the vibe and how they've nailed it. And, like, I think when I got it and wanting to be Paxton, you know, mm-hmm. I think I wanted to channel my, is it, sorry, was he Hicks? 
I gotta get my no. Uh, Michael Bean is Hicks. Bill Paxton's character might have been Hudson. Might have been something. Is else. he Hudson? Oh, I think so. I should have looked this up. But anyway, just being Paxton, like you really feel like him. It just feels like that character, and they do just such. It's just such a good good rewarding experience well there was there's so many times we were running through a mission and you know by the way part of your hud is there's a little motion tracker so you can mm. see you know oh there are dots coming from behind us everybody stop and turn around or oh they're coming from around us you know there's the motion tracker so you can just see a whole bunch of dots coming at you and you can say game over man game over or you can get into like a big arena room and you can see it monsters uh, xenomorphs suddenly start crawling out of holes in the wall and i mean what is it they're crawling out of the goddamn walls man I mean, they there's so many iconic moments where there's the faces like those ancient or like the engineers like the, big, the faces yeah, 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 and the they big, like yeah. crawling out of the eyes like it's just mm-hmm. so well done and you know just like popping them off the wall like with a sniper or something else it just like feels so satisfying hmm please some aliens yeah honestly all right. that's all i really want to do now yeah let's do it i mean i think that sort of sums it up i think that gives our you know our, our vibe on it i still recommend it let's hop on yeah yeah 